What up, what up, what up? This is Straight the Clipper coming at you with Bring the Noise podcast this week with another episode. You know what it is. This week, I got an album review coming at you. And oh my, I am excited about this one. And I mean extra excited about this one. Because it's an album review from Boogie Down Productions. The album is called ghetto music the blueprint of hip-hop that's right y'all krs1 i'm finally doing an album review from my favorite mc of all time and man i had to come at you with the 89 classic this album was released june 28th 1989 it had three singles jack of spades which was also um a song for the movie i'm gonna get you sucker and uh, also released Why Is That? And of course, You Must Learn. So here's why I picked this album as my first one. This may not be the best Boogie Down production album, you know, ever made or, you know, and I'm going to just keep it at Boogie Down production, even though granted it is just KRS-One, but for, for context, later in his career, he released albums under his name and his first, uh, albums were the first four albums were boogie down production so i'm sorry first five albums were boogie down production so uh boogie down productions consisted of many different members throughout its time so like obviously it started with scott larock and krs1 and um Scott LaRock was killed, but there was always other people with, you know, you had D-Nice, DJ D-Nice, you had Miss Melody, which was his wife at the time, RoboCop, D-Square, Harmony, Willie D, not the Ghetto Boys, Willie D, um, you know, and it was, a big, it was a big crew, you know, even when the Bridge Wars were going down, it was the BDP posse versus the Juice crew, basically, you know, that's what it was titled as but um that here's why i picked this album so criminal minded and by all means necessary the albums that preceded this one are obviously classics well known criminal minded was very gangsta uh by all means necessary kept that narrative but started adding conscious rap to it heavily kind of starting karis one calling himself the teacher and then this album came and this album was completely like, look, here's what we're doing. It's called Ghetto Music, The Blueprint of Hip Hop. So the last two albums had some hits on it. You know, I guess you would call pop hits. That's They definitely weren't pop, but you know what I mean. On this album, basically BDP and KRS-One were like, fuck trying to get on the pop charts. Fuck trying to do anything. We're taking it back to the basics, what hip hop really is at its core, it's ghetto music. It was born in the ghetto. You know, this is, we're going back to the roots. We're fighting the soft commercial rap. You'll hear him say that throughout this whole album. And really, really solidifies himself as the teacher in this album. Really conscious rap, really teaching and keeping hip hop at the core values of what it is and not forgetting 
where it came from during a time when he could see that a lot of hip-hop artists were striving for that platinum status. Not that there's anything wrong with that, and he states that in the album too, but in the end, he wants to make sure that the real core of hip-hop is never forgotten and never lost. So he they kind of went against everything. They could have easily, you know, they were riding high. They could have made this a complete commercial album and probably sold tons of records this album still went gold though so i mean it's not like it did bad but compared to its two albums before this this was definitely a change of you know just a changing of what they were doing and what they were trying to do so anyway on that note like i said this is one of my favorite bdp albums okay a lot of people don't have this one at the top they'll actually have the other four usually above this one uh, a lot of people look at Criminal Minded as the best one. I agree with that. I think that that is a timeless classic. But my favorite KRS-One is when he mixes where he still keeps that hardcore edge, but he teaches you shit. I learned so much from this album, shit that I didn't know. And this was the album that really made KRS-One become my favorite MC. That's why I picked it. So, you know, do I think the album after this, Edutainment, is better. I do. Do I think criminal minded is better? I can understand why people would say, you know, by all means necessary and sex and violence are better than it too. But this is what started and edutainment was kind of like taking what this album did and upping it just a little bit. But this is where really, you know, solidified Karis one as a teacher and just, you know, still at the same time being like, I ain't no sucker, all right? You know what I mean? Anyway, let's dive into this album because, man, God, what a great album this is. Anyway, and number one, we got a song called The Style You Haven't Done Yet, okay? So this is, you know, Karis One coming back in, being like, we're back, the BDP posse is large, you know, and starts just basically telling you like hey this is what bdp does we create styles you never seen anything like this before pretty much telling you like this album is unlike anything you've heard before so get ready number one we're going to tell you right now this is a style you haven't done yet and it's just karis one letting you know you know what's going on you know like he always does it's a very slow beat simple beat Um, Most of the production on this album was done by KRS-One himself or in-house with Boogie Down Production. So, you know, uh, which most of the BDP albums were, and even later albums, KRS-One does a lot of, uh, you know, production himself. So anyway, um, Style You Haven't Done Yet, like I said, it's a nice intro to the to the album, you know, he's doing his normal Karis one reggae type, you know, but about ba 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 bye bye bye, you know, letting you know and you know, running, son. Don't you know that it's KRS one? Yeah, and laying it down right now like the soft commercial rap. A lot of people try to reach for it. They don't want to stick with the ghetto music. Well, fuck that. We are Boogie Down Productions in the house. And um even though the bridge wars were over it is funny at the, you know, in the background, but you can hear uh, whether it's Willie D or whoever it is being like, I'm not down with a juice crew. So there's still, that's about the only thing that's really, you know, 
throwing out there to a degree, but like still there's like the, those little random shots letting you know, still like, yeah, you know, fuck the juice crew. But, uh, anyway, let's play a clip of number one, the style you haven't done yet from the ghetto music, the blueprint of hip hop, 1989. Hit it! And we are back. That was number one. So you hear... Real mellow, just letting you know, coming in. It's a dope-ass track. I like I like that intro. You know, I know I'm normally a person that likes a hard-hitting intro, but, you know, this is just easing you in, letting you know, giving you a feel for what you're about to uh, hear. I also wanted to state one of the things that made me ever go check out this album, if any of you are familiar with Nas and Jay-Z's beef, You'll remember on the song Ether where Nas calls out Jay-Z and says, KRS-One already made us an album called Blueprint First. You know, calling out Jay-Z saying, you're, you're copying KRS-One. Um, and this is that album. This is the first, you know, ghetto music, the blueprint of hip-hop. I also wanted to state, I forgot before we got into number one, the album cover on this is letting you know what it's about right off the bat, too. It's KRS-One sitting on a stoop. In front of him is a police officer standing in front of him, hand on his billy club. You know, you can't see the officer's face, can't even see his head. You just see he's got the billy club behind him, and Karis one is looking at him like, like, what are you doing, dude? I'm just sitting here. I'm not doing anything. Like I said, Karis one and BDP has always been about the upliftment of African Americans and the teaching and all around trying to better and bring peace, you know, he's not, he's not against other races. He's just, he's, you know, basically saying, Hey, we have a job as MCs and elder statesmen of hip hop to teach the youth what needs to be taught. And I'll get into that later. Cause he's got a lot of songs on here that get into that. One of those songs is the next one. Number two titled, why is that man? This fucking song right here, this is like the true set it off to the album. You know, the other one's like an intro, but not. This is what really sets it off. So the beat on this fucking song is raw. If any of you remember Jermaine Dupri and Ludacris's song they had back in the day, Welcome to Atlanta, it's that same sample, it's that same beat that KRS-One uses on on this uh on this song so he samples do it baby by red holt unlimited and h2o gate uh blues by gil scott and brian jackson so anyway the the baseline every this beat is dope and man does krs1 fucking rip this song and he basically talks about you know that african-american children are being misled by the american school system and not being taught their real history. So, as an example, in this song, at one point, he starts breaking down, right, on why Moses from the Bible is black. He starts citing biblical scriptures to back up his thesis and also geographical knowledge of the region, telling where it was at. Um, 
And basically, this is kind of KRS-One's beliefs, but he says, you know, kind of how mainstream institutions were historically set on keeping the black population subservient. And one of those ways why or was by portraying prominent religious figures as white, right? But he's like, no, here's the thing. He starts going down the history of the line from where, I mean, all the way, like, you know, he's talking about Shim and how he was a black man born in Africa. If you repeat these facts, they can't laugh at you. Genesis 13, verse, you know, going through Abraham steps on the scene. Abraham was a descendant of Shim, which means Abraham too was black. Starts going down the line, line, basically getting to Moses about how Moses spent 40 years in the Pharaoh's place. So he had to be black because he had to look just like them. I mean, Obviously, uh, there is a lot of uh, considerable resistance from Christianity and everything like that on Karis One's claims. But to me, I'm going to be honest with you, as a kid listening to this, I was like, okay, well, I'm in the middle of confirmation right now. All this stuff I'm hearing. And I remember being a kid and them saying, well, Moses, you know, had to blend in with the Egyptians. But then they show me this super white dude and I'm like, well, there's nothing about this guy that looks Egyptian at all. You know, like, what the hell are you talking about? That was always in the back of my mind. Then I heard this song, and I'm going to tell you right now, I 100% believe Moses is black. I think Jesus was black. Uh, you know, he doesn't talk about Jesus in this song, but um, there's other things that I've heard from rappers and other stuff that I've looked up that I'm like, huh. Interesting, you know, when this was one of them, man, my mind was blown listening to this song. And this is why I love Karis one so much, because he does it in a way that doesn't seem so preachy. You know what I mean? Like he's preaching, but you don't feel like you're being preached to by someone to where you're like, yeah, 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 you lose. Like I was sitting there, I'm all ears. I'm sitting there just listening to this song, like, man, just learning. And, oh, it's such a good song. The beat, Karis One's ripping it. He's teaching the consciousness, everything. Like, yo, what an amazing song. I've been going on too long about this song. Why is that? But I had to. But let's play that clip from the song, Why Is That? From Ghetto Music, the blueprint of hip-hop, right about now. Let's go. The day begins with a friend. And a prayer to excuse my sins. I can walk anywhere I choose. Cause everybody listens to the BDP crew. We're not here for glamour or fashion. But here's the question I'm asking. Why isn't young black kids taught black? They're only taught how to read, write, and act. Just like teaching a dog to be a cat. And we are back. That leads us into our next track. Number three. A song called The Blueprint. So... The Blueprint is, you know, I mean, that's the name of this album, basically. You know what I mean? So this song is pretty much laying down what he's trying to basically show you in this album. Like, this is the blueprint for real hip-hop album right here, you know? Um, And he even says in his notes that, you know, in this influx of... Uh, the notes on the album, I should say, like in the the uh, pamphlet that most of you kids probably don't know about because, well, there's no CDs anymore. But, uh, you know, in this influx of platinum-starved artists on the rap scene, Boogie Down Productions has found it necessary to put out a record free from platinum attachments. Um, 
you know, basically saying if we find it necessary to return to our roots, the ghetto, to ensure the purity, talent, and intelligence often lost is trying to keep up with it. You know, basically saying, hey, we're bringing it back. We're breaking it down. This is what we're doing. And that's basically what he does uh, in in this uh, in this song. You know, once again, he's talking about the soft commercial sound. To get, you know, and this, you got to remember, he released this album before Vanilla Ice hit, you know, before Can't Touch This From Hammer hit, but he could see where rap was going. And, you know, he was, he didn't like it. He basically made this album to kind of warn and say like, hey, you know, let's not lose what hip hop was all about. And unfortunately, nowadays, a lot of that has been lost, but there are MCs that still keep it alive today. And I really do feel like this album had a very strong part, uh, you know, playing a part to keep that shit alive. Do I think someone could have did it besides Boogie Down Production? Sure, they could have, but not to the level that Karis won uh did it it basically what i'm saying so anyway yeah the blueprint you know he's ripping it once again laying it down uh the beat is nice on this one uh it's super dope and it's just a good jam like you know right now coming after why is that um again and the way Karis one does it he's so in- intense just like chuck d about getting the message across He's in your face. That's how he does it. You know, like, look, we're coming with a message. We're not hiding it. And we're coming right to your grill to let you know. And if you don't like it, well, that's too fucking bad because uh, it ain't shit you can do about it. You know what I'm saying? And the blueprint starts it off right there, laying it down, how hip hop is, uh, you know, the roots of it, how it started, you know, and how they're keeping it alive and letting you know, hey, for other MCs, if you're wondering how to do it, here's the blueprint. Come listen to us. We'll show you. We'll share the blueprint with you. Um, what a bragging boasting right there. I fucking love it. Anyway, let's play a clip from number three, The Blueprint, from Boogie Down Productions, right about now. Let's go. Dusty, fuzzy, yet so crystal clear. The non-commercial set is now here. Brought to you by the will of positive people. KRS plus one equals slamming lyrics and beats unquestionable. The professional, while I guess that you'll grab the album that rocks the most on the market. Strong hearted with a target. No, and the target is hit. I shot the lyrics and re- And we are back, and that leads us into number four. And number four is a song called Jack of Spades. Again, this beat is, I, I get it. I know it's 1989, so when I say these beats are dope, some of y'all might not agree with it. But to me, Karis one just rides these rhythms, flows, and does shit so dope. And he has such a technique that's unlike anyone else and his originality and everything that he does. I mean, not only does the guy got flow, lyrics, he's a teacher. He's teaching you at the same time. He's entertaining at the same time. And he's just hardcore at the same time, too. I mean, you know, there's a reason why this guy is my favorite MC, right? Anyway, we got Jack of Spades. This is uh, one of the singles that was released. This was also the song that was on the soundtrack to the movie, I'm Gonna Get You, Sucka. So I'm Gonna Get You, Sucka is a comedy movie, right? But uh, on Jack of Spades, 
like most of the title tracks from a soundtrack, they will rap like, you know, I just did the top five movie soundtracks. Straight Up Menace is the story of Menace to Society to a degree that MC8 did. And Trespass from Ice-T and Ice Cube is also, you know, a similar story and kind of like also Juice Know the Ledge. Well, this was the story of I'm going to get you, sucker, but it was way more intense uh, with KRS-One doing it than uh, the movie really was, the main character. Um, again, the the beat is nice. It's dope. It's very, you know, very quick. It's not dark at all. And, um, you know, KRS-One just breaks down in the whole song. You know, one guy hasn't been paid. It is the jack of spades. You know, hits the hook, jack, 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 you know, a little scratching like most of those uh, albums did back in the day. And... It's just a really nice song, honestly. I like the song. One of the best on the album, personally. The beat is dope. KRS-One is just flowing crazy on this song. And, yeah, again, like, uh, I heard this song before I ever saw the movie, I'm Gonna Get You, Sucka. So it's just kind of funny that, uh, that... And, I mean, there's been a lot of songs I've heard before the movie. But, anyway, um, solid song, number four, Jack of Spades. Let's play that clip from it right about now from the album Ghetto Music, the blueprint of hip hop from Boogie Down Productions, 1989. You'll play that. Again, we start. Let me say my part. About the only guy who has some heart. It took some time for the heart to come, but it's here. And everybody's in fear. Crashing through the door of that whore. Bringing an end to this gold chain war. And we are back. That was the Jack of Spades. You heard that beat. You heard it go. It's a great song. Love that song. That leads us into number five, titled Ja Rules. No, not Ja Rule, the rapper. Ja Rules. So, again, Ja is the Rastafarian, um, basically God, you know, Jehovah, Ja, um, in Rastafarianism, um, which obviously... Karis one was very big into um reggae rastafari and like you know all that stuff again when i was young i didn't know what the hell was really this meant until i got older and i did my own research and figured out who ja was and what ja was and anyway um this has uh, his sister harmony from boogie down productions singing on uh on the hook you know basically this this beat is a real um laid back uh beat it's definitely not hype like jack of spades was or you know the the two before that why is that in the blueprint a little bit more laid back it also has africa from the jungle brothers doing the scratching on it so um that's pretty cool and uh you know this is just karis one you know he's doing a lot of reggae on this song obviously um just talking about how Ja will protect, Ja will provide, you know, um, don't worry, Ja rules. And uh, um, yeah, it's just, you know, once again, teaching, you know, when uh, that that's when you lost, you know, when you lose your faith in Ja, that's when you lost, you know. Also sampled, uh, they, uh, Souls of Mischief sampled uh, him saying that in one of their songs, um, that's when you lost. Anyway. But, uh, and that's pretty much, you know, what this song is all about. It's just, it's about Ja, you know? 
And if you didn't know that that's what Ja was, well, now you do. Do uh, Go look it up. Do it yourself if you feel like it, if you want to learn just a little bit about uh, um, what the Rastafarian uh, god, you know, everything like that. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty cool shit, honestly. But uh, this song, dope as fuck. What more is there to say? Let's play a clip. From number five, Ja Rules, right about now. Hit it! We are not a front and we are no fraud. Every hit record comes straight from the Lord. We live in jail cell and we live in shelter. If you help yourself, well, Ja will help y'all. Look to no man but love everyone. Stand on your own and work till you're done. Follow the commandments that Ja set forth. Cause man made laws, made man laws. All right, and we back up in this. You know what it is, yo. Next song. Let's keep it going. Number six, a song called Breath Control. So I don't think I got to explain what this song's really about, right? We got D-Nice doing the beatbox, so that's the beat in the background. I got to admit, D-Nice does a nice job at the beatbox. I like this song. I like the beatbox. I like the beat that's going on. Uh, Breath Control is just Karis one, basically teaching you how to have breath control when you're rhyming how to not how to keep it going how to keep it moving how to you know keep flowing and keeping your breath control and you know he ended up having breath control number two on the album after this uh this is uh the first one and there has been so many interviews i've seen with mcs where they've cited this song of being like man you know when i first heard karis one breath control um, that's when I really, I, I mean, Buckshot from Black Moon, again, I'm citing the podcast Fresh Era from Stupid Fly again, you should go, uh, listen to that, they got some good shit, but anyway, Buckshot was on that one, and he, he cited breath control as being what really taught him how to flow, he said when he heard that song, he took what Karis One was talking about and teaching, and basically, tried to emulate that type of flow. That's awesome. Once again, I mean, knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everybody. That's Karis One teaching. That's what he does. And like I you know, this album is like the begin I mean, come on, man. This album is so fucking good. And yeah. Anyway, number six, breath control. That's that's in a nutshell what it's about. The lyrics are tight. The beatboxing from D Nice, dope as hell. And on that note, let's play a clip from number six, Breath Control from Boogie Down Productions. Right about now, you'll hit that shit. Breath Control is an example. I appeal to the criminal minded. You can't find it, boy, you're still blinded. Why don't you open your eyes and stop dissing? Get a prescription or listen. Sit in the class and ask real fast about a fresh rash. You're getting left back, set back, cat back, get back. And we are back like that now that we know how to flow. Thanks to KRS One, we can move on to number seven, titled Who Protects Us From You. So, again, KRS One has never shied away from controversy on his beliefs on what he thinks. This song is completely about the police. Not even going to front. Obviously, we see what the album cover is. Uh, and this is basically saying, you were put here to protect us, but who protects us from you? You know, basically saying, if I hit you, I'll get killed, but if you hit me, I can sue. 
and you know it's got a it's basically another reggae beat and just like the previous albums and the albums that come after this he always has a reggae jamaican vibe on on the whole album but specifically certain songs he'll really hit it this one's definitely got a dance hall reggae feel to it and um yeah this this song's just deep as hell you know what i'm saying he even talks about like there was one point in time when a black guy couldn't be down with your crew but now you're looking for help from anybody you can get you scared well ain't that true you know basically being like hey you can't you can't uh you know and he even says he's like you know not everybody is this way but you know a lot of y'all are and you roll around like a crew and you know there's nothing we're supposed to do about it but how long are we supposed to sit back and take this shit you know like when when are we supposed to finally say hey enough is enough i know you were put here to protect us but who who's going to protect us from you and whatever your beliefs are on this subject uh it's no secret that there's definitely been police brutality um for god knows how many years so if you don't think there was then you don't know what the fuck is going on um but we're not going to get into that Nonetheless, this is number seven, Who Protects Us From You. Great song. I like it. You know, as funny and like, you know, dance holly as the beat is, then you just got Karis one. You know, he's not flowing fast. He's got a real slow flow on it. And uh, it's, it's a, but it's still a deep song. I really like this song, uh, Who Protects Us From You. Number seven from Boogie Down Productions from the album Ghetto Music, The Blueprint of Hip Hop. 1989. Y'all know what it is. Let's play that clip right about now. Your authorities never question. No one questions you. If I hit you, I'll be killed. But you hit me, I can sue. Looking through my history book, I've watched you as you grew. Killing blacks and calling it the law. And worshiping Jesus too. All right, and that brings us to our next song. That's right, baby. We are now. Yeah, I, I just we'll, we'll just move on from that. But you should go listen to "Who Protects Us from You." Nonetheless, we got number eight, another single from the album "You Must Learn." I I ain't even gonna front, y'all. I talked very highly of why is that. But man, this song right here, You Must Learn, is so good. God, this is one of my favorite Karis One songs. Not just Boogie Down Production, Karis One songs of all time. The beat is masterful. It's awesome. It's fucking just, I don't even know how to explain it. The drums on it, everything about it. And on this song, it's basically him telling, you know, he's kind of reiterating what he was talking about on Why Is That? Basically saying, like, again, African-American children aren't taught their history in school. And that's basically what he was getting at. You know, he even says, no one told you that you're not just a janitor. And then he starts naming off names. Again, I learned so much from this song, too. You know, I didn't know that uh, these names that, you know, Benjamin Banneker, a, a brilliant black man that invented the almanac, can't you see where KRS is coming at? How you know it just starts naming down uh, 
people, you know, um, Garrett Morgan made the traffic lights. Harriet Tubman freed the slaves that night. You know, he's talking about Charles Drew who did a lot for medicine. And, you know, a lot of these people, I didn't know at the time I heard this that um, uh, African-American man had made the traffic lights or created the almanac or, you know, uh, and I'm assuming, you know, they didn't teach me that in school. They, and that was, you know, he even has a line in here too, by saying like, you know, black and white kids both take shorts. When one doesn't know about the other one's culture, ignorance swoops down like a vulture. So again, a lot of y'all might be saying, oh, so he's hating other races and only putting, you know, uh, African-Americans first. No. Okay. First off, he is for the upliftment of Africans. Like, and why, why shouldn't he be, you know what I mean? But he also states on this song, like, Hey, you know, when one doesn't know about the other one's culture, that's where the ignorance comes in because they just don't know. They're only taught what they've learned in school or what their parents know or whatever. That's how the racism even starts. You know what I'm saying? Um, cause in the end, when we're born, People are just people until you're taught something else. Now, that's some shit for you right there. Anyway, yeah, dude, this song is just nuts. The beat, Karis One is fucking rolling on this song. Teaching, again, one of the best songs that he's ever done. There is a remix that has a music video. It's called the Live from the Caucasus Mountains Remix. And there's a third verse on there where he starts to break down the concept of how race was created and how it's been used for centuries to separate people, um, you know, just to justify uh, racism and and genocide, basically. And, dude, I'm not going to play that version, but you should definitely go listen to that third verse because, man, it is nuts. And he goes over all the races that they had said and how the the guy that had come up with it believed that whites were superior and you know he even ends that verse by saying this is what led to the to uh the germans killing the jews in germany you know like and it's just and then he even ends it by saying here's the problem why i'm why i'm so concerned because you must learn and that's the hook in this you know it's literally just like I told you, you, you must learn. And, oh, man, do you learn a lot in this in this fucking song? And this is the difference. You know, hip-hop eventually ended up taking a turn where there really wasn't teaching shit. It was basically like, here's what I'm going to do. Now, look, I love gangster rap just like anybody else, but, like, there's no secret that, you know, when you have a full album of just, like, you know, kill, 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 murder, 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 you know, this old hip-hop, especially Boogie Down Productions, Rock Him, Big Daddy Kane, Cool Mo D, you know, they were teaching something, and they were teaching young African-American children about their history, you know what I mean? That's amazing. That's what should have been done to begin with, you know? He states in the song, I believe that in a school that's ebony, African history should be pumped up steadily, but it's not, and this has got to stop, you know? And it's a powerful song, man. I love this song. Anyway, I've been talking about it. It's time. Let's play the clip. You must learn from the album Ghetto Music, The Blueprint of Hip Hop, 
Boogie Down Productions. Hit it. I believe that if you're teaching history, deal with straight up facts, no mystery. Teach the student what needs to be taught, because black and white kids both take shorts. When one doesn't know about the other one's culture, ignorance swoops down like a vulture, because you don't know that you ain't just a janitor. No one told you about Benjamin Banneker, a brilliant black man that invented the almanac. Can't you see what KRS is coming at? And we are back, and that leads us into our next song, number nine, titled Hip Hop Rules. So on this one, we got a nice, simple beat again, and uh, which a lot, of the, a lot of the beats could be sometimes. There are some beats on here that blow you out of the water. There are some other beats that are just very simplistic, but again, when you got KRS-One, he, he rips it, you know, and he's... On on a lot of later on a, on a lot of his later albums, he's been known to kind of pick simple beats, but you know it is what it is. Anyway, hip hop rules. You know, on this song, you know you got the hook. Hip hop rules. Hip hop rules. And these under and these other industries out here can't take it. Come on, you know, rap music. They want their rap music. And this is saying right now, like, hey, it's '89. Um, hip-hop rules okay we're taking this shit over you know like yeah it's 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 getting there you got rock you got these other music industries but right now hip-hop rules again also reiterating why he made this album he also knew how big hip-hop was getting he knew it was going to be the dominant music industry soon obviously why he wanted to make the blueprint but also bragging and boasting like hip hop rules, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, I mean, and, and that's basically what he does on this song. He's he's bragging, boasting, doing his shit, hip hop rules, and the other industries out here can't take it, you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, solid song, um, and that's pretty much all I really got to say about that. So let's just play a clip from number nine, hip hop rules. Right about now, hit it. Rap music, we want the rap music. Way back in the days, 1979, that back band made a record using rhyme. In the same year, come the Sugar Hill Gang with the Pow Pow Boogie and the Big Bang Bang. R&B, disco, pop country jazz, all thought hip-hop was just a little fad. But here comes Grandmaster Flash nonstop, and right after Flash runs DMC. All right, coming back like that. Leads us into number 10, a song titled Buh, Buh, Buh. That's right. You know what it is. Man, let me tell you, this song, it's about as dance hall and reggae as it gets. I know who protects us from you. I said that. But this one is very, very, very um, reggae. Okay, like super reggae. Um, so who protects us from you was about, you know, the cops. Well, so is Buh, Buh, Buh. All right. It's also about the cops. This one's a little bit more violent, all right? So this one, Karis one basically starts his day off. He walks out of his apartment and just starts going for a run. And while he's running, he's thinking about, should I produce or should I tour this summer? I don't know. And all of a sudden, he hears a, hey, stop where you are right about now. And then he gets hit by the cop car, right? So they yell for him to stop, and then they hit him. And the cop gets out and says, you know, boy, you got to watch where you're running. Pokes him with the barrel of the shotgun to see, you know, if he's still alive. And um, 
you know, Karis One gets up and says, man, what'd you you do that for? I didn't do nothing. The minute he says something, gets hit in the face with the butt of the gun, right? So Karis One, you know, he's like, God damn it. He happens to see a bottle of Snapple on the ground. Well, Karis One grabs that Snapple bottle, breaks it, and stabs the cop in his fucking Adam's apple. And that's how it's, you know, we get right into that. He So uh, he looks on the ground, I found a bottle of Snapple, and I broke the bottle in his fucking Adam's apple. And he picked up the gun, shot the other cop, and off he went. You know, he threw down the gun and began to run. And uh, he went back uh, to his pad, loaded up the nine, got two extra clips, started going out the back window because he knew they were at the front door. They busted in the front door. So, you know, it just so happens Karis one happened to have a grenade on him. So he threw that grenade and blew up the cops. There was arms and badges and legs everywhere. You know, he got them. So he starts running a little bit further, and then he realizes that he, he can't feel his legs. He go, looks down, and he goes, holy shit, he had been hit. He's blood all over. So he continues going. He gets to this old bookstore called The Tree of Life. He staggers in there. He passes out. When he wakes up, uh, he wakes up in a room. He had noticed that uh, three black women had given him a shower, and they were getting him in the back of the truck to drive him, you know, drive him away, kind of like an underground railroad type thing, a modern day. Uh, It just so happens the two guys that were driving the truck to drive him away, uh, he says, was driven by two guys, Rakim and Chuck. Uh, obviously that's Chuck D and Rakim. So Rakim and Chuck D are driving him away. He goes, man, how, how many people have you done this for? You know, and Chuck said plenty. Rakim said many, you know, and you know, the hook on this song is bo clack, 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 clack. Catch a street knowledge. Every posse knows that. Come again. Bo-bo-bo. Clack, 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 clack. The only way to deal with racism if you're black. You know, just, I mean, again, I ain't gonna front. This song's dope as fuck. I love the story. I think it's awesome. I like the whole, you know, I mean, and one thing about Karis One on his old albums, whether it's 9mm Goes Bang, you know, whatever it is, the, the dude can tell a story very vividly where this beat sounds so like reggae and happy, but the story that he's kicking over it is grimy as fuck. I mean, he killed a bunch of cops. Luckily, he got away, you know, and everything worked out. But uh, the fact of the matter is, the shit like this, you know, happens all the time. And there isn't always an old bookstore called The Tree of Life where Rakim and Chuck are there to drive you away to safety. Uh, and anyway, but yeah, Bo Bo Bo. It's a hell of a song, man. Love this fucking song. Anyway, let's play a clip from number nine. Bo Bo Bo. From Ghetto Music, The Blueprint of Hip Hop from Boogie Down Productions, 1989. Let's go. You're fronting, well, you're fronting. Cause why were you running down the street? At this time, I had stood to my feet and said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And wait that's a minute. Did he did it. He hit me in the face with his gun. I wasn't with it. So on the ground was a bottle of Snapple. I broke the bottle in his fucking Adam's apple. Yeah, you know what it is. Anyway, that was number 10. Now we go into number number 11, 
Give me that what? You know what I'm saying? Give me that what? All right, I'm going to break it down right now. Number 11 is the hardest fucking song on this whole album. No joke, all right? So we've had songs where he's teaching. We've had songs where he's fighting the back against the oppressors. He, We've had songs about Ja. We've had songs about how to get your breath control, the blueprint of hip-hop, you know. We've had songs about how hip-hop rules. Well, one thing about KRS-One is at his core, not only is he a teacher, but he is a battle rapper, and he is a fucking lyricist, and he is a monster on the mic. And Gimme Dat What is that song for him to showcase his lyrical ability. Look, the beat is rugged. The rhymes are fucking rugged. The flow is dope as hell. And man, he's just showcasing, letting you know. One of my favorite parts on this song is where the beat breaks out. And Karis One was known for creating the offbeat, onbeat style. That's where he would go off the beat. Now, the way I can explain that is, you know, a lot of MCs would flow to the rhythm of the beat. Karis One would go offbeat without making it sound bad and then come back on. So he even says, that's it, that's all single, no more, no less. That style was created by DJ KRS. What? And just letting you know, offbeat got you out your seat when I created the style you study each and every week. You know, I'm teacher boy, who you fooling? You know, letting you know, like, not only do I teach everybody on this, but I'll teach you how to be an MC too, because a lot of y'all is wick, wick, whack. You know what I'm saying? Hot damn, I fucking love this song, if you can't tell. Give me that war. And like I said, the beat comes in and it's just the crew in the back. What? Original. What? BDP. You know, just fucking nuts, man. Number 11, give me that war. Oh, god damn. Let's get into it. Let's play that clip right now from Ghetto Music, the blueprint of hip hop. Boogie Down Productions. Give me that What? Hit it. I teach hip for a living, so here's a smidgen of what I'm giving. KRS one, two, three, four, encore. I'm not a freshman, sophomore, and furthermore, I graduated from the school of no shorts to the world of rapping. I brought that's it, that's all. Single, no more, no less. That style was created by DJ KRS. Offbeat got you out your seat when what? I created the style. They study every single week. What? Now you're coming my face like you're ruling. And we are back. That leads us into the next song. You know what it is. I forgot to tell you there's 13 tracks on this album. So we are two away. This is the second to last number 12 titled Ghetto Music. So we already had a song called The Blueprint. Now we got Ghetto Music. Once again, furthermore, basically KRS-One telling you uh, what uh, all about ghetto music this is what it is this hip-hop that's what he's doing letting you know in this song there is a place for commercial rap in the world and you know there's a lot of anti-pop rappers out there including krs1 himself uh often they never recognize it but he wants you to know like hey there is a spot for you but don't front on the ghetto music okay you can go do your pop shit that's fine but don't forget about the ghetto, basically. And, um, you know, he basically, like this song says, this album is tailored for, you know, the ghetto. That's what it is. You know, there was the blueprint. This is the ghetto music, what it is. The beat is dope. It's very, uh, 
it's definitely not a dark beat again. It's not an up-tempo beat, but it's a nice beat. Karis one rips it, of course. Um, and like I said, he establishes his belief that uh, the artist needs to learn where they fit in, basically, in the spectrum. And how BDP is, you know, their purpose to rhyme is to strengthen and uplift the mind. That's what they do. So, you know, that's it's not as forceful as the blueprint uh but not i mean even lyrically and musically like you know his his flow is pretty pretty uh slow and his lyrics are pretty you know nothing crazy technical about it but just letting you know what it's all about and uh it's a good jam it really is so let's play a clip from number 12 ghetto music from boogie down productions right now Let's go. You're tuned in to that easy listening sound with a cap and gown, not a crown. No glitter, no makeup, just smashing lyrics that make up the beat. And that leads us into the last track, number 13, World Peace. So on this song, he had some live instruments uh, doing the song or uh, doing some of the beat. You know, they have uh, singing, uh, if we really want world peace and we want it right now, we must make up our minds to take it. And, you know, Karis One's in the background going like right now. And Karis One's basically breaking down, you know, uh, peace about how a lot of people think that that word is too peaceful, too soft. And, um, you know, also talks about how love people think that if you're talking about love, that you're soft as well. And, you know, this is him being like, look, we need world peace, but the only way we can get that is if we really make up our minds and really strive to do that. That means putting it into racism getting along with our fellow man, women, you know, people all of, of, of all colors and really working at putting it to rest. This is 1989, y'all. This is what he was talking about then. This is kind of the same shit that we're still dealing with. And sure, maybe we've made some strides, but man, we should have been a lot further if this dude was talking about this shit in 89. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. I mean, that was 30 years ago. So, you know, 30-something-odd years ago. Um, it's a good track. Uh, is it my favorite off the album? Absolutely not. But nonetheless, I like what he's talking about. This song is probably the most preachy, I feel. But again, it never feels like you're being scolded for something by Karis One. It's him letting you know, like, hey, here's the facts. You figure out what you want to do with it, but I just laid it all out for you. You can't deny this shit, so what are you going to do? You know, type of thing. Um, and there's really not much more to say on that song, you know? So let's play a clip from number 13, World Peace, the last track on the album Ghetto Music, the blueprint of hip-hop from Boogie Down Productions, 1989. Hit it! Yo, a lot of people are under the assumption that peace is sought for something we must begin to reprogram our thought from how we were taught back in school and on our TV screens. Strength is always mean. 
love is always soft and peace is too peaceful. With all are equal. Sit back and read the papers. All right, and that was the album, y'all. 1989's Ghetto Music, The Blueprint of Hip Hop, Boogie Down Productions. So I did forget to say that this album came out on Jive RCA Records. Um, one of the main reasons I, again, picked this album, this isn't my favorite Boogie Down Productions album, um, but this was the first Boogie Down Productions album I ever bought. I liked You Must Learn so much that that's the whole reason I, I still remember. I was at Electric Fetus in Minneapolis, I was looking at the Boogie Down Productions because I already had, I already had Return of the Boom Bap. That was my first KRS-One album I ever bought, right? Um, but then going back and buying some Boogie Down Production albums, uh, this was the first one I bought. I still remember being at Electric Fetus. I looked through. I really liked the song "You Must Learn," and I bought this album. And so this is what really set it off. I had never heard any music like that. You know, Return of the Boom Bap and Karis One's later albums, he was always the teacher, but uh, not quite to the level of this album and the album that came after this. Uh, you know, he was a lot more hardcore in Return of the Boom Bap, but, I mean, it's titled Return of the Boom Bap. He had to return to the Boom Bap. Um, and so that's why I picked this album. It's just a solid album. I like what it represents. You know, it represents peace and love, but, you know... BDP is still a, a group that will go right up to your face and diss you. You know what I'm saying? They're going to let you know what they're all about. They ain't soft, and they ain't to be punked, that's for sure. Anyway, that leads us to what you know what I gots to do. I got to pick three songs to take off this album, and I got to pick my top three. Um, I don't know, man. I really like this album. I like every song on this, you know. I'll be honest with you. So... The three I'm going to take off, I am going to take off number 13, World Peace. Um, again, I like what it represents. It's a good song, but it's definitely my least favorite song on the whole album. So I have no problem taking that song off. I'm also going to take Hip Hop Rules off, number nine. Only reasoning, out of all the beats, this one is probably the weakest beat to me, even out of the dance hall reggae beats. Um, again, I like the song and I like what it represents. Nothing against it, but this is what I do on this show. I, I take three off that I think are the weakest three songs on an album. Even if an album is a straight 100, I got to pick what songs I think are the quote unquote weakest, even if they ain't weak. So that means I'm taking number nine hip hop rules off. I'm also going to take number five, Ja Rules. Again, love what this song is about. I love the beat and I love the rhymes, but I just like the other songs better than that song. So that's why I decided to take number five, Ja Rules off. So for a recap, I'm taking number 13, World Peace off. I'm taking number nine, Hip Hop Rules off. And I'm taking number five, Ja Rules off of the album, which leads me with the daunting task of picking the three best songs on this album for me. So I'm going to get two out of the way right now. Actually, I, it was a daunting task, but it wasn't. There was really three for me that stick out better than any of them. 
personally, okay? So, number one, Gimme That What. I mean, come on now. That song is so fucking good. You heard me talk so highly about that song. You should have known number 11, Gimme That What, was going to be on there. Another one that shouldn't surprise you too much because, again, I it's one of my favorite songs from them of all time. It's one of the most important songs ever made, I think. You Must Learn, number eight. It's got to be in your top three off of this album. It's such a good song, and it's got such a good message in it. I mean, I love it. So that leads us to the last one. This one is, you know, I'm not going to lie. I really like Bo Bo Bo. And, uh, you know, I really like the blueprint. But again, even though they're similar to You Must Learn, I really liked what the teaching was all about. I got to pick. Why is that? So, again, it's I, I it's just as good as You Must Learn. I like the shit I learned from it. The beat is nuts, you know. And those are your top three off that album. I'll go through them again. It's got to be Gimme That What, number 11, you know. It's got to be number eight, You Must Learn, and number two, Why Is That? Those are by far, to me, the three strongest songs off the whole album, beat-wise, lyric-wise, message-wise, everything. And that is the end of the album in its entirety with my picks. Again, as you can probably hear me throughout this whole episode, how much I really, really love this album, how much I really love Boogie Down Productions and Karis One. I've always loved what Karis One was about. I always loved the way that he went about it, you know, and the different aspects of him, whether that's battling, you know, what you know, he was a DJ too. So I mean I just, I I love hip-hop so much, and so does KRS-One, and he represents hip-hop to the fullest, and, you know, this album is just, it's amazing. All the Boogie Down production albums are amazing. I don't think this one gets enough love, personally, and you know how I like to get down on this. I like to pick those albums that I like to just give a little bit more shine to. Uh, This is one of them. So, as always, on that note, Make sure you click subscribe, like, and follow on Instagram and Facebook. Let me know what you think of this album. And let me know where it ranks on your Boogie Down Productions, you know, albums, what you think is the best and whatnot. And until next week, this is Bring the Noise Podcast, and I am your host, Straight the Clippa. And, of course, I am Audi 5000. Peace. One, two, three, eight.